0: back to the Giants Podcast UK I'm Ollie. I'm joined by Wes today and we're on the 1st and 10 network and we're going to be reviewing the season uh, looking back at you know how will certain standout performances, both good and bad from certain players we're going to be looking at uh, the, the coaching changes that we've had obviously, it's uh, very noticeable uh, the recent hiring of former Patriots special teams coordinator Joe Judge Uh, replacing Pat Schumer, and we're also going to be looking back at uh, the off-season moves from last season, and sort of seeing how they panned out for us. So, Wes, how are you doing today?
1: I'm not too bad, thanks. How are you? Did you have a good break? Good New Uh, Year?
0: uh, Yeah, it was great. It's uh, just nice to have a little break from uh, the stress of having to deal with the Giants every week. Uh, Absolutely. And obviously, nice, and as the season has ended, we don't have to watch the moves every week, so Uh
1: for sure. Although we did have a good run towards the end.
0: Yeah, that's true. We had there were some good spells in there. Yeah, so to to,
1: uh, to, speaking...
0: to to make sure we don't get Chase Young. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh speaking of uh the positives from the season, uh I think most obvious one, Daniel Jones. Uh he's come on leaps and bounds this year. Uh sixty one point eight seven percent completion percentage, three thousand and twenty seven passing yards, twenty four to twelve touchdown deception ratio as well as 279 rushing yards and two touchdowns. Uh, I mean, he, he looks like a quarterback for the future, doesn't he? Uh,
1: yes, and um, I don't say it with full confidence, but I mean, I think that's... I need to get over the fact that I was so against him, I think, when they took him in the draft. Um, I think that's thats more to do with the draft position, but anyway, I need to get over that. So I think I am over that, he says. But yeah, he's been... He's actually... He had, to be fair, he's actually impressed me. Uh, I didn't expect this from him so soon, if at all. Uh, so, you know, the first season's good, but teams will have more game to tape on him now going forward. So we'll see how that pans out over the yeah, next couple of seasons. But I, I'm a lot more positive than I was, to be fair.
0: Yeah, that's definitely fair enough. I was one of the... I've been right there with you. I was extremely negative about the Jones pick uh, back at the draft. But uh, I'm I'm very glad that I've been proven wrong. And he's turned out to be uh, a very good passer. Admittedly, obviously, the ball security needs work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I feel like that will come with time. But he's clearly got a natural arm ability and a natural turn for just playing the quarterback position.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, as we'll discuss going forward, the next kind of off- offensive coordinator that we bring in, the, the, the emphasis is going to be on developing him even further. As Shema okay. did, to be fair, you know, Shama. Shermer... For all his faults. That's one thing he did get right or did help with, and, and that was Daniel Jones.
0: Yeah, exactly. But uh yeah, it that is going to be absolutely vital, uh, no matter who comes in. Uh just being able to develop and I believe um it well it's still up in the air as to who's staying from the coaching staff. Um, but it would be uh like I personally feel like uh the quarterback and tight end coaches
1: both need to stay. Yes. Yeah, that'd be interesting for sure. Um, uh, yeah, I'd, obviously Joe Judge will have the remit to do what he needs to do. Uh, but yeah, as you said, tight end and quarterback play wasn't our issue this season at all.
0: Uh, you got any standouts this season?
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna go with, but I'm gonna go with Dexter Lawrence actually. Uh, I think oh, nice. again, I don't know why, but people criticised the pick at 17. I actually thought it was a great pick at 17. I, I, I don't mind that at all. He's been, I think he's graded 21 out of 117 interior linemen. Uh, he, he's been solid, very, very solid. And uh, I think he's been our best, one of our best defensive players actually of the season uh, as a rookie. And that, that bodes really well for the future uh, and that whole line. So, yeah, I think he's been great.
0: Yeah, exactly. Good he's good. had a great season. You know, uh, two and a half sacks, four and a half tackles for loss, a forced fumble, and that blocked kick, which... Uh... Absolutely, I mean, it was a great moment, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it was brilliant. But uh yeah, so he, uh, I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still unsure about whether it was the right pick to go for, just because uh I personally would rather have gone for an edge rusher as opposed to uh, an interior defensive lineman mm-hmm. at that spot. However, you know, if if I had been in control, I probably would have taken Josh Allen at six. Yes. And then, uh, so then that wouldn't have been a problem. But yeah. you know, uh, uh, given uh you know, we've picked him now, he's on the team, uh he's had a good, a good performance and uh, I'm happy to admit that.
1: Yeah, same here. I, I think it's a, the other I think the other players looking at the time was Montes Sweat actually, who would have done uh, obviously would have been a slightly different player, but um he ended up going to obviously to the Redskins.
0: Yeah, so about that. Uh, just like another Edge Rush who looked like he's yeah. gonna go to the Redskins this draft, yeah, unfortunately. No, well um, you never know. <laughs> Uh, maybe, maybe they'll trade down. We still have our fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, two, has, uh, so... two has
1: declared now, hasn't he? So you never know. Someone might want to move up, and if not, that we'll we'll have the option to move down. I'm hoping. Uh, if, yeah. If he's not there,
0: that's just. Uh, I mean, I, I still want Isaiah Simmons. That is like, the or Andrew Thomas to sort of yeah. come back. If the Redskins do end up getting Chase Young, I yeah. would quite like an Andrew Thomas to counteract that.
1: Yes, yeah. I think I mentioned on the podcast before he would be if you know, I think he's the third ranked player in that draft, although two has now declared, so we'll see how that pans out. But yeah, I mean if we're not good, like you said, it's doubtful we get Chase Young now. So I think the net we need alignments, obviously clear, and obvious need.
0: Yeah, exactly given the shambolic performance that's happened this season, which oh, yes. has led to the number of fumbles that Jones has had because he keeps on getting hit so much. Yep. Unbelievable. Yes. Uh and another player who's suffered from uh, a poorest offensive line, Saquon Barkley, uh, managed, managed still managed to get over, yeah, a thousand he did, rushing yeah. yards this year, which yeah. I think goes to show just his tremendous ability. Yeah, uh, he is just a truly special talent, mm-hmm. and also the fact that he missed a few games.
1: Yes, uh, and he obviously wasn't the same for the first couple of games. He came back, but um, once once he got back again to full fitness, he was yeah.
0: Looked, yeah he's just looked, he's just a monster really like the fact that you can go through all of that and still get a thousand rushing lines is meant to.
1: absolutely yep
0: all right Over to who's, who's you wes right, you got next
1: so yeah. i'm gonna go with marcus golden he, oh, okay, um, yeah okay yeah yeah one year contract prove it deal and he came in with the 10 sacks i think he had um yeah i think it was number six on quarterback hits for the season i think he's been a really good addition so it'd be interesting he His deal was only one year, so now it's going to be interesting to see if they try and keep hold of him. But I think they absolutely should. He's only 28. Actually, I thought he was a little bit older than that. But yeah, he's only
0: 28.
1: Yeah, so he's been again, along with Lawrence, one of our best players of the season on the defense. I think we need to look at keeping him.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, 10 sacks, 18 tackles for loss, and the fumble recovery for the touchdown. uh, He's he's had a great season as well. Yeah. Uh and he, he's just you know, he's been by by quite some distance, he's been mm-hmm. the best player on defence this year.
1: Yeah. A great time. uh
0: going back to offence, I mean it seems like you know, one of us has a preference for offense and the other for defence at the moment, but uh I'm taking Darius Slayton. Yes. Uh, he, fourth on the team in receptions. uh obviously yeah, in the Christmas quiz we found out that Sterling Shepard uh, led the team. Mm-hmm. Uh which I I would just like to clarify, I would have gotten that right if we had off. Like that. But um, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm I, don't not... talk, I don't want to talk.
1: I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm still I'm still gutted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still bitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: But yeah, so Darius uh forty-eight receptions, which is fourth in the team. But despite that, he managed to uh, top the team in in receiving yards, seven hundred and forty, and receiving touchdowns with eight. So, a great season for the rookie. You know, yeah. Fifth round talent. Absolutely yeah. great steal from Dave yeah. Gilman
1: Yeah, I was going to say, especially as a fifth rounder, he came in and produced. Um, yeah, great play. Great play. Yeah,
0: exactly. right. Uh, you got anyone else you want to pick up? No, I think that's about play? it, actually. Oh, just, <laughs> I think... I, to, to be fair, oh, I can throw on any other guys on defense.
1: No, um, Smith obviously came in for a little bit and d- did a good job. Uh, but I think I am all out. So... I guess I want to talk a little bit about the secondary. So I know it wasn't great, obviously, at all, but there's a lot of young players in there. Obviously, Ballantyne came in, love. Baker had a terrible, terrible season, so you can only hope that he improves. But if these guys can get it right, we've got a very young set of guys there that potentially could be very good in the future if they can improve.
0: Yeah, so Baker isn't... Yeah, I mean Baker's an interesting one, given that uh, I I thought he did improve quite a bit as the season went on, mm-hmm. um, but there is there was obviously that touchdown against the Eagles where he really should have done better uh, yeah. that won the game really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know if uh, but I I I am hopeful for him. Uh, there's a few people suggesting uh, Jeffrey Okuda from Ohio State as a potential pick at number four. I personally would rather go elsewhere than cornerback. I don't think... I just think think we can get some cornerbacks in the later rounds. Mm -hmm. I I personally think the amount we've invested in the guys we've got, uh, I don't think it's a good idea to then invest another high pick in a cornerback.
1: No, and our last couple, again, you've got to give Baker a bit more time, but at the moment, he hasn't looked great first part of the season but as you said he's improved so that's good but even from before we had Eli Apple So he's been another terrible high draft cornerback it, it's weird with the Giants it either seems to be injury prone you know, secondary or just not that good and it's been that for, for a while uh, you know even going back to Kenny Phillips he looked great and then he just kept getting injury after injury and it just, it just seems to be an ongoing thing for the Giants
0: yeah, well, we are obviously uh, a man lighter at a secondary than we started the season after relieving ourselves of Janoris Jenkins. Yes. Um, he, uh, I, mean, I mean, I'm not sure about you, but I was quite happy when uh, the Vikings managed to knock him out of the playoffs. That was yes. quite satisfying for me.
1: And technically I Apple, even though he wasn't playing.
0: Yeah, true. This, uh, you know, they, they seem obsessed with uh, our rejected cornerbacks. At, yeah. at moment. I'm not yeah. sure what's going on there. But... But yeah, no, it's. Uh, I, I just didn't like the guy, and he, he no. just had a poor attitude. Yeah, and, be, uh, statistically glad to
1: wise. Him. Sorry, go on. No, oh, but, so statistically statistically wise, he was actually wasn't that bad. But I think, like you said, it was just his attitude and the way. He, you know, you saw how he looked he pulled out some of those tackles. It looked like he wasn't going full blooded into them. And I think generally the fans had enough as well. I don't think anyone shed a tear when he went.
0: Yeah, it was uh, you know, just uh it was time to go, to be honest. Yep. Right, so uh looking at, we're gonna have a look back at last off season now, so obviously uh this is around this time. Uh, well, maybe a bit later, but the, uh, Dave Gettleman was probably the most hated man in New York. Uh, it's probably fair to say. As he had just uh, let Landon Collins go straight out of the door to the Redskins. And uh, he also traded away Odo Beckham Jr. to the Browns. And we're just going to have a look at uh, sort of how those panned out. So, obviously, Odo Beckham uh, in trade, we got Dexter Lawrence, who we mm-hmm. talked about earlier. I've Shane Ziminez, four and a half yep. stacks this season. Uh, yep. Second on the team, so a pretty good performance uh, for a third rounder. And uh, Jabril Peppers, who seems to be uh, sort of a decent replacement for Landon Collins. I, I don't think he's quite the same level, but I, but he's definitely a cheaper option, and and he does the job.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, I, I still think it's a little bit too early to judge the trade overall. Uh, and seeing, see, I, I just think the press. So don't get me wrong, I hated the trade back then, and I uh, still like Odell Beckham. I'm not going to turn just because he's been traded, but you just see what he brings with him, and I just think maybe that was the right thing to do. I think the reason it left a of a taste was because obviously turned around and said we didn't we didn't sign him to trade him and then he goes and trades him. Yeah, but it's just there it just always seemed to be new and I don't know whether that was the media making things bigger than they actually were. There just always seemed to be some drama surrounding him. And uh, I don't know if anything bothered with that, to be honest. He's yeah, not exactly, exactly. lit up in, in at the Browns, he's been injured, I know, but again it's the same thing. We at least we haven't had our Dale Beckham questions every <laughs> after every game and him throwing his tantrums on the sideline.
0: Yeah. Uh, my point of view on it is: uh, Odo Beckham Jr. is a once in a you know once in a generation talent. I personally believe this. Uh, if we look at look back on this in five years, I'd say and say yes, Dexter Lawrence, Oshane Zimenez, and Jabril Peppers were all uh, you know they're all productive starters in their respective positions. I would say that, it, that this was a successful trade.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, um, I'm not. I, I think that's definitely possible, but I'm not sure. I'd say that. Just, I mean, obviously, we've got to give it time. You know, Lawrence and Zimler's are only rookies, but uh, yeah, as, as things stand, I'm still unhappy with it.
1: Yep, yep, that's fair. Just to counter that again, I would say, again, just look at his injuries as well. When's the last time? Was it three years ago? Was the last time he played a full season? And the, again, like you said, he isn't what I agree, the talent wise. But you take into account the injuries and the drama. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel as bad as what I did back then, put it that way.
0: Uh, I'd agree. I don't feel as bad as I did. But at the end, but I'm still more negative than positive about it. Yeah.
1: That's and like you said, it'll, it'll take a couple of years, I think, two, three years. I think we'll know a bit more whether it's worth it or not.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then the other big, uh, well, also as a part of that trade, uh, we received Kevin Ziegler and yeah. handed over uh, Olivier Vernon to mm-hmm. the Browns. Um, Zeehler, I think, has been by far our best offensive line of the season. I think he's a really good building block. (laughs) uh, And he's definitely a guy we can build that offensive line around. Yeah. Um, I I honestly... When it was first announced and it was just Zeehler for Vernon, pretty much, I was like, yes, that's an absolutely brilliant trade. And then as soon as we find out that Odo Beckham's involved... um, yeah, that was sort of when it took a downward spiral for me, but purely based on the fact we got Kevin Ziegler, uh, I, I think we did well at that. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. As you kind of already said, he was by far our best um, offensive lineman. It wasn't even close. Um, yeah, I, I think that's that's fine for Vernon, yeah. but I think Vernon had a massive, um, massive salary as well, so I think they're obviously looking to dump that
0: yeah i do believe that um will hernandez might have had a higher p f f grade which is insane to me Oh, really okay um, i i' i I'm, don't count me on that but i believe yep. i did see that and uh
1: yeah am not I really mean, sure how
0: <laughs> yeah I, at, at the end of the day zela's been like outstanding yeah uh when he's got two turnstiles, he was either side of him yeah
1: I mean, don't get me wrong, I think Hernandez will still be uh, I'm still hopeful with him He's just had a bad season But that goes for the whole O-line So uh, I'm hoping for more improvement next year uh, You know, he's still still young Yeah, exactly You can't allow
0: those kind of it's And that's why we've got to go after the offensive line in the draft Hopefully guess someone who will fulfil his promise Of uh, getting some hope on in.
1: Yeah, and um, uh, I Again, they just didn't seem to be in sync. It was the whole season. It, 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 if it was, wasn't was one lineman, it was the other. There was always a mistake in them. And I just don't think they worked well together. And that comes down to the coaching, the line coach, I think, who's gone now as well. So, you know, this is this is part of what Joe Judge will, will need to sort out as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Joe Judge uh, and the poor coaching of last season. Uh Pat Schumer was fired just in case you've been living under a rock for the last hey. few months. Has he? Um yeah. <laughs> He's uh he had a nine and twenty-three record with the New York Giants. Uh which funnily enough was exactly the same Actually, record yeah. as he had with the Cleveland Browns. So maybe, you know <laughs> m- maybe it wasn't the team and it's just him, he's just that bad.
1: May I think maybe it's a combination. Yeah, but... there is to <laughs> Yeah. Uh Yes, so no surprise, I don't think I mean, the the surprise maybe was that Gettleman hung around or was still there.
0: that is the interesting bit is that David Gettleman is obviously still uh the general manager mm-hmm. um the the part for me is that um i I wouldn't have minded keeping Gettleman. however um it does sort of feel like I know this hasn't been confirmed or anything but it does feel like he might have cost us a head coaching candidate or two.
1: Possibly. Yep. Uh, it, again, you're never going to know you? it is kind of some of the reports have said that. However, there have been alternatives. So for example, Martindale um, came out and said he would have been happy. He would have gladly taken the Giants on. And, and we know that rule, for example, would have still been interested. We'll get to that, I guess in a minute. Um, and it, you know, it wasn't Gettleman who stopped him from, Wanting that role, so, yeah,
0: exactly. It's uh, you know, hard to know. yeah. Well, but the thing is, with Martindale, he's actually kind of said that he was disappointed that he didn't get the Giants' job.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, this is like the defensive coordinator. Of, you know, arguably the, uh, over the last two years, probably the league's best defense. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh it, he's clearly done a great job with that team, despite losing so many star players. Mm-hmm. And he, I. I, he was my favourite I, I won't
1: lie yeah so I think I was uh, for me it was between him and Rawl uh, I, I would have been I, I could see why they would have gone f- for him overall if they had gone that way but I did not see Joe Judge coming at all I thought it was basically just to fill a, <laughs> a quota or just to say that they'd interviewed him because i would heard some good things but to actually then turn around and say they'd got the job that uh, you know uh, no I didn't I did not see that coming at all
0: yeah exactly so of course don martindale eric biannemi uh, matt rule mike mccarthy chris richard josh mcdowns and jason garrett were all considered to be the next giants head coach but it was joe judge who ended up getting the job uh, and it was your initial thoughts on the hiring was
1: i just wow I, like i said i didn't see it coming so I, I, I knew a little bit about him but i you know t- there's no way I thought he was getting a head coach role. At all. Yeah. Uh, and I I know... pers- Go on, sorry.
0: So I personally uh was just confused um as to the hiring of a special teams coordinator. Mm. I um I personally don't think you can see enough from a team's special teams and pick out a guy as yeah, he's the one. Um so obviously apparently uh he won them over on the interview. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not sure. I, like, I'd rather go off of a base, go based off of a uh, guy's on field production mm-hmm. as opposed to, oh, uh, yeah, you made a good first impression.
1: Yeah. So he'd, he's been, I think it's been the last eight seasons total with the Patriots, but five of those have been a special team. And then the three before that, I think, were special teams assistant. And then before that, he worked on the Saban. Alabama for three years both Belichick and Saban actually have both spoken really highly of him he and, and say how, how good he is so the thing with Belichick as well is uh, obviously you've read the reports and stuff he doesn't let many people close to his special teams um, he, you know he's very very particular about that uh, so he apparently he he really thinks highly of Joe Judge I know him and McDaniels as well apparently get on very, very well, and there were rumours that if wherever McDaniels was going to go next, Judge would have followed him. But obviously it's not the case because Judge got the head coach job. Yeah,
0: that's an interesting one that uh, Judge got got a role before McDaniels. I mean, I guess McDaniels only really has himself to blame for that considering how much of a snake he was to the Colts (laughs) organisation. And uh, it just seems like a horrible
1: human being. Yeah, I mean... I wouldn't go that far. I know you and Sam both <laughs> think quite badly of him. I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm a bit more forgiving. I think I wouldn't have been totally against McDaniel's being the next head coach either. Uh,
0: Here's the thing. I so I uh, if uh, I had McDaniel's at the bottom of my rankings for uh, the next head coach, uh, I generally I, I kicked off a bit about Joe Judge. If McDaniels had got the job. I would, I would honestly, I'd, I'd, you'd probably see me on the news for going on killing spree. That's <laughs> it, honestly, it just wouldn't be a good look.
1: Um, <laughs> I think that would have be been my re- my reaction if Garrett had got the job or been anywhere near it.
0: That is well, uh, yeah, we'll get onto him in a bit, but uh, apparently he's still being looked at by the Giants organisation for another role. It's yes, Which actually but I don't find
1: as much to be fair.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh you know, I guess the lesser role he has, the less damage he can do.
1: But um <laughs> it's
0: uh you know, I'm I'm not a massive fan of the guy and obviously former cowboy is uh one native against him. But uh could call me tribal, but um yeah, it's, I'd rather not go with him if we could avoid it.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll we'll get onto that in a minute, I think.
0: Yeah, of course. But first we're gonna talk about Matt Rule because uh, he was quoted as saying the New York Giants was his dream job. His dream job to be the head coach of the New York Giants. And Mm -hmm. yet somehow we managed to make him turn it down. Well, Uh, yes. So, uh, so,
1: go on, I'll I'll let you go.
0: So he was offered a seven-year, $62 million contract by the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. And it was reported that he then asked the Giants to beat that contract and they refused. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but yeah. um, there, is, there are also reports that um, the Giants were so impressed by Joe Judge's interview that they were already trying to finalise a deal. Yeah. So I'm not sure what order those events happened in. No. Uh, obviously we weren't in the room, but uh, I, I'm, if we were already thinking Joe Judge was the guy before even interviewing that rule, I cannot understand that for
1: one second. No. So I think obviously, we talked about this yesterday a little bit. I thought rule was was more or less nailed on. And yesterday when they announced, well, when the Panthers announced, because the Panthers announced rule first, or it was rumored first. Uh, yeah. Without even interviewing the Giants, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what, what was actually going on here? And then you read what the contract is and you're like, right, okay that's a lot of money I think that's the highest paid first time coach in the NFL ever from from college I mean it's ridiculous but I, mean, I think he's guaranteed if he hits his bonuses I think he's in for over 70 million which is a ridiculous amount of money for a first time head coach in the NFL and then the rumors that obviously later came out then saying that as you said Rule had rung up or his agent had rung up the Giants and said what he was going to get can they match it they said no and finding that out I'm kind of like well I don't blame them. Then I would have turned around as well and said, "Well, actually, do you know what? No way." It is if a lot of money
0: for it, it is a lot of money for a guy coming straight from college. Um, however, this is a guy who has completely turned around two programs back to back. You know, two years ago Baylor were one and eleven, and he's just taken them to a division final. So I, I think there is. And, and obviously, the Giants are currently in a not-too-dissimilar situation. We've finished the season four and 12. Uh, we should kind of do with a guy who would turn us around in two years and take us to the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but I mean, this guy's coming on. He's earning more than Shanahan and McVeigh, and they've got pedigree. So, I mean, it, you know, it's crazy to think... <sighs> Was it Tempa, I think, isn't it? Uh, Tepper, David Tepper, who's come in and, and given him that amount of money on a seven year deal as well. I mean that's guaranteed. The sixty two million. That that yeah, just that... still seems just way over the top.
0: What I think is I I think uh because Carolina is a slightly smaller market, uh they're sort of able to do that without the amount of criticism. If um if Dave Gettleman had gone, okay then fine, we'll match that and put that same offer on the table, I feel like that he would be getting so much scrutiny give Yeah. That money to... But uh, but of course, because it's the Panthers, no one really cares.
1: No, and then I think if it had done the, the Giants and he came in and been a was a failure after year one, then he was done and screwed. I think Gettleman will be in anyway if, if if we don't improve. But yeah, it, that would have been like you said, that would have been brought up every single press conference.
0: there's a the thing, I've personally got nothing against the rule against Matt Rule, but um, on behalf of the Panthers organization, I hope they go oh sixteen and fire him <laughs> after the year. <laughs> and waste all of that money just yeah so to he,
1: he won't care take
0: in <laughs> yeah exactly As uh you know and then and then uh say so Joe Judge doesn't work out then he can come over I'm yeah. still perfectly happy to you know, uh accept him into the Giants organization
1: <laughs> but considering it's his dream job you know if that's my dream job I'm not going to phone them up and say well actually I want the same amount as here if it really is my dream job I'd, I'll still take a little bit less yeah to, if the- I really wanted that
0: job when you're offered, when you're being offered job security for seven years and sixty-two million dollars, I feel like uh, you can sort of say, "Fair enough." You know, there's. Uh, I, I think that is just the main thing is, is job security. You
1: know, but how much do you need? Uh, I mean, um, can't have been that I, much. You know? Say forty well, million, maybe over four years. Well, that is the thing
0: is that uh, they always say NFL stands for not for long. And I know that's more directed towards the players. But, you know, coaches as well, if, uh, if he ends up doing badly with the Panthers, he might not get another chance.
1: Oh, no, I don't think he will at all, as you said. I, I don't exactly. think the, the owner is going to be too happy with, with their men away for oh, giving him that amount of money because that then puts them under pressure for their, whoever their coaches are. I said McVay, Shanahan, they're on less money than that.
0: Yeah, exactly. But at the end of the day, uh I'm not I haven't got any problems with rule. Uh you, you know, you've got to secure the bag. Yep. And uh um perfectly alright to say, okay, yeah, he's done that. Uh going back to our own head coach now. Yes and, uh, so Joe Judge, uh, obviously coming from the Patriots, uh dubbed as the greatest dynasty of all time. He's played a pretty decent role in that for the last two years. Um, uh, however, the Patriots assistants who have been under Belichick, uh, not that great a record when they go on to become head coaches: one hundred and forty wins, two hundred losses, and a tie. Uh, that tie from that Patricia uh, the season against the Cardinals, not great. But um, and and then Bill O'Brien uh, has the best record among all of them with fifty-four and forty-seven. So it's nothing, nothing to sc- nothing to shout about. Um nope. But, but think it, hopefully, hopefully he can be uh, he can break the trend.
1: Yeah, hopefully so. And, and I think you've got to look at other. So you know, Zach Taylor took over a terrible Dolphins team, and they looked like they got better throughout the season. I think they definitely looked like they were playing for him, uh, it, it, despite them lo- losing the amount of talent that they did. And then you look at McDaniel's in Denver. It wasn't great, but you know he had Tim Tebow. Well, interestingly, actually, I think if Tim Tebow was around now, it might be a slightly different story to what it was back then.
0: Interesting. Uh, that would be an interesting uh, start to see the, uh, what if Tim Tebow was drafted in the 2020 draft. Because
1: mm-hmm. I think the game now is, is evolved and changed or is changing a lot more to suit a mobile quarterback. Yeah, well, you just, yeah, just need sure. to look at Josh Allen.
0: Although, uh, you look at Marcus Mariota, uh, he's arguably one of the most mobile quarterbacks but uh, he's lost his starting job to Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, very true. And uh, yeah, so I mean, maybe not necessarily will, but uh, so Bill Belichick has reportedly groomed Judge for a future head coaching role. It is uh, apparently Belichick took him under his wing and said, "This is how you build a franchise," and uh, ho- hopefully that's you know uh, so. true. And uh, hopefully he knows what he's doing, and the Giants can sort of repeat for the next 20 years what Belichick has done with the Patriots
1: That'd be pretty amazing, so yeah all the players say good things about him as well apparently he's a very much a details kind of person he's very blunt as well from some of the reports I've been reading so that'd be interesting to see how he does with the New York media and some of the players, but uh, yeah he's a apparently a very intelligent guy as well um, yeah, he's so actually there's PhD there's the Is PhD it, uh...
0: Oh well, Oh yeah, I saw uh, a thing that he, he was a, pre, a PE teacher, which uh, might be a good thing because we do seem to have a lot of ill-disciplined children yep. in our organisation at the moment. So uh, <laughs> hopefully that helps him when it comes to dealing with them. Yeah, sure. And uh, but you know, I saw quite a few Giants fans saying they they'd love it if Bill Berchick, uh came back. I uh, obviously I'd be a massive fan of that as well. Uh, this does kind of seem like the closest to it, I guess. Um, I'm not, yeah. obviously, obviously, you know, it's not uh, he hasn't got the 20 years experience and uh, six Super Bowls, but uh, you know, Joe Judge has if he has been really taken under Check's win, then I guess he is sort of the next best guy,
1: yeah. And I think you just have to wait and see now, and it's not, you know, you can't judge it, I might be happy or gutted or whatever it's, now we just got to wait and see and see what what he brings in and see how it goes from here
0: yeah exactly and uh i personally have criticized the uh, organization quite a bit for hiring a special teams guy just because i wasn't a massive fan uh of, i just didn't think you know you can look at his team special teams and think that is head coach worthy mm-hmm. uh john harble Obviously, yep. uh, he's you know he was a special teams coordinator before mm-hmm. coming the Ravens head coach, and now he's he's you know he's got the number one seed,
1: yeah, and they're if...
0: looking like Super Bowl favorites.
1: Yep, and if if he can do anything like what what John Harbaugh's done over his career with the Ravens, I'll take that every day of the week.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, it w- that would be uh, great to see from him. Uh, and now Joe Judge is the head coach. He obviously has to pick his coaching staff. And so uh are to have a look at the uh potential coordinators that he could bring in. Uh, so the Giants have expressed an interest in bringing in Jason Garrett as the <laughs> offensive coordinator. Which I know you are really <laughs> Yes, I'm absolutely delighted to see this. Um, because, uh, yeah, no, nah, it's, I just, all he does is clap. I don't... He doesn't do it Like, he, he's had great players and done nothing with them. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't understand what anyone sees in him. Uh, you know, he had a great... In Dallas, they had a great offensive line and a great running back to run behind them. And then he was just able to lean on that. for years. And obviously, he had Tony Romo before that. So, like, you know...
1: Yeah. Um, as you said before as well, he's ex-Dallas, so... But I think whoever he brings in, it has to be someone with experience.
0: Yeah, that is um, th- th- that is probably a key role, just because, you know, when you bring in a guy, it's his first time as head coach. Yep. You do sort of need to have that experience around him. So maybe Garrett could provide something, although his experience uh, any good if it's failure, you know? Uh, yeah, true. As but, as 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 Fanos once said, uh, yeah. you you call fail your experience.
1: <laughs> it, it, so before he was head coach, he 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 was the offensive coordinator at Dallas as well. And he did a pretty decent job then back then. So and he's actually got a winning record with the Cowboys. I guess you could say. And yes, I know it was with probably the best. He should have done a lot better with what he had. I totally agree with that. Um, but he will bring a lot of experience. So, that, yes, I, I know you would saying experience losing is still losing, but, yeah.
0: But, but it, just, it is also still experience, so I guess uh, I, I guess there's arguments for both sides. Um, so the other candidates for offensive coordinator, there's quite a few named. Um, so there's Jay Gruden, former Redskins head coach. Uh, Mike LaFleur who's the current 49ers passing game coordinator. James Urban, uh the current Ravens quarterback coach, obviously doing a great job with uh, Lamar Jackson at the moment. Yeah. Um Kevin O'Connell is a former Redskins offensive coordinator, I'm not sure about that one. Uh Joe Lombardi, the current Saints head co- uh, sorry, the current Saints quarterback coach. Uh obviously uh did a great job with Teddy Bridgewater when he had to come come in and uh take up from when Drew Brees when he was injured. Mm-hmm. Um you got Chad O'Shea, former Dolphins offensive coordinator, John Kitner, the current Cowboys quarterback coach. Um, to be honest, I'm not not a big fan of that one. Uh, just because of how bad Dak Prescott is, I don't. Uh, I don't see why you wants it. Um, yeah,
1: and, and again, a lot of these are player. Uh, sorry, coaches without any kind of. Actual coordinator experience, and I think uh, you know, as you saw, saw with McVeigh when he came in, it, the first thing he did was was get Wade Phillips in, and I think he knew his his weakness was defense, and so he brought in an experienced coordinator to handle all that side of it. And I think Joe Judge is going to need to do the same. So I'd rather, like as I have said, to bring someone that has got head um, offensive coordinator experience. I'll, that'd be my preference. I don't know about you.
0: Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. For sure. And uh, you know, when your when your main claim to fame is that you've, uh, you know, you've brought along the uh, the third best quarterback in the NFC East, then uh, I'm not really sure what you're, you know, what you're shouting about.
1: No,
0: uh, I would definitely say because uh, obviously the rankings in the NFC East fourth is Dwayne Haskins, third is Dak, second is Carson Wentz, and then first is Daniel Jones. Yeah, that is uh, the definitive power rankings for the quarterbacks in the NFC
1: just make it clear and, daniel james was top
0: oh of course of course yeah. uh th- i mean he's just so much better than carson Wentz. carson Wentz was he do get injured all the time yeah um, uh, yes <laughs> uh and then mike kafka uh the Chiefs' quarterback coach uh, obviously he's done a great job bringing along patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. and then joe brady is uh one i know you're particularly interested in Wes uh, he's the lsu offensive coordinator
1: yeah, so you know, he's you know he's had a record-breaking season with with LSU and the things he's done with Joe you know Bur- Joe Burrow he was okay last season but he was nothing like he's been this season so to bring someone on like this is, is just it's crazy it's you know to be a record-breaker Joe Burrow you wouldn't have thought that at the beginning of this season so but again what kind of issue would be or worry would be that is that he has no uh, NFL offensive coordinator experience, as far as I know. So yeah, I have a sl- do I, I think my slight preference would probably be for Gruden,
0: uh, but yeah, I would man, that's fair enough. Uh, I mean, I I quite like uh, the idea of Michael Thor so 49 uh, is passing game coordinator. Mm-hmm. I know it's obviously uh, the majority of their uh, productivity this season has been through the running game. Yeah, but he's obviously uh, right there with Carl Shanahan, and uh, who's shown himself to be one of the great offensive minds in the league.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then it's an interesting choice for sure, and I think it's quite exciting actually. The next two, three weeks, what what's going to happen? Give us something else to to complain about.
0: I well, that exactly. I am prepared to be very disappointed when uh, we end up hiring Jason Garrett as the offensive coordinator. I think, I think, um, I think
1: from, from the sounds of it, uh, Judge will have a lot more control over this than than what Sherman was given before. Um, yeah, because I think Sherman went to bring in Stefanski, didn't he? But uh, Stefanski didn't want to leave, and so it ended up being um, uh, Nolan that came in as a favour to Gettleman, apparently.
0: Yeah, I think that's you know something that we've got to learn from our mistakes and sort of uh, let the coach bring in his guys. And speaking of his guys, there are some rumours that um so the Shoot. defensive coordinator, yeah. the, uh, Brett Bialima, the the Patriots defensive line coach, mm-hmm. could be brought in by Joe Judge and then the other candidates, Chris Richard uh, from Cowboys and Wade Phillips, who has just yep. been let go by the Rams.
1: So, um, sorry, I meant Mike Schuler, not Nolan. Cool place. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think again, if we're looking for experience, I'll be all over Wade Phillips. I uh, wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't exactly. have to say, I, I'd be straight out to, to try and get him in. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, well, yeah. He does seem like the obvious candidate, you know, he's done a great job. Obviously the Rams team over the last couple of years, uh, main main focus has been on their offense, but you can't win a Super Bowl if you haven't got a decent defense and no. the, uh, he obviously brought a lot to that team
1: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely I think did you mention sorry did you mention Chris Richards
0: uh, yes yes the, yeah. the Cowboys um, defensive back coach yes
1: Yeah. So, so the other interesting one actually and I don't know again I, I kind of read tonight that he was interviewing for the Browns job but I hadn't heard that before was um, there were rumours about uh, Schwartz at the Eagles um, yeah and Doug Peterson was asked I think earlier today, yesterday, about who he was keeping and who they weren't. He was un- non-committal on, on any of them. So and I didn't know whether that was because they were looking to get rid of Schwartz or whether because potentially he could be going to the Browns. So if it's not because he's going to the Browns, again, that's another coach that would definitely be worth a look.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, it's definitely worth considering all the options, especially those guys who experience who can definitely help Joe Judge. Bring along this franchise in the right direction, hopefully yeah so even though uh, it's would uh, be fair to say yesterday uh, we were both quite angry. I think there is there are reasons to be positive about the New York Giants right now uh, you know we going to the next season, hopefully going in the right direction and hopefully on uh, just I mean a winning season would be good. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll take that. I'll
1: take improvement. I'll take a, In fact, you know what? I'll, I'll take an eight and eight next year.
0: I mean, to be fair, we're probably good enough to win the NFC East. So, uh, uh...
1: yeah, and I think that's what makes this season so galling uh, even more is that the NFC East is awful. It, it's just a yeah. terrible, terrible division, and yet we still were only four and twelve and, and couldn't be. I, I think when we talk about the low lights of the season, is the, the, the two games, or both four games, I guess, against the Eagles and the, and the Cowboys, especially the ones where we had leads and just watched them come back. I don't think I've been as angry as I was for those two games for a long time. Probably not since the Deshaun Jackson punt return in the last second of the game, however, however many years it was, where my laptop nearly went through there, through the wall. Um Of course. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just uh... so brilliant.
0: It's just, it, it was really frustrating just having that chance to knock the Eagles out of the playoffs. But luckily, the Seahawks did it for us. So, yeah. Uh, and, I f- we didn't
1: yeah. and I think I would have preferred the Eagles in the playoffs and the Cowboys because I think the Cowboys might, I think they would have probably represented themselves a little bit better than what the Eagles did with the lack of, in, you know, Eagles, the injuries all over the place. So kind of glad they went through rather than the Cowboys. But that it, was thing, then to, it? it was good then to see them lose.
0: There's another thing: is that uh, the Eagles, when did come back against us with two eligible wide receivers? Yeah, which is, uh, it just makes it even worse. It's not just, just going to show you, yeah, just to show how bad we were last season. But yeah. at least we beat the Redskins twice, and they finished bottom of the division, so they are still, you know, uh, the,
1: the division brunt. And, they are, uh, but they're probably laughing at us because they get chased on. Until
0: <laughs> until they get chased on next season, we can still laugh at them. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. And that is, so that is all for our season review. Uh we'll be back uh sometime in the future, around maybe free agency sort of time, uh, to sort of look at who the Giants could bring in. Uh especially especially once the offensive and defensive coordinators sorted out and you can sort of get a better idea of who they might sign. Uh that will be uh our, probably in the next podcast.
1: Excellent. Sounds good.
0: All right. All right, guys, thank you for listening. We've been New York Giants UK podcast on the 1st 10 Network, and we'll see you soon.
1: Take care.